The Money Show. Ad feature with Andy Rice. What's driving you to drink, Andy Rice? In what order do you want them? Um, <laughs> Pick one, and uh, I don't know from from least alcoholic to most alcoholic. Well, um, I do spend quite a lot of time stumbling about the interweb um, in my inexhaustible search for heroes and zeros. And in the course of my sort of self-exposure to the powers that be on on the net, um, I am being steadily profiled, I understand, by the uh, information being harvested about what I'm up to. And um, uh, it annoys the hell out of me, to be honest. It does drive me to drink. (laughs) Well, it's not a very long journey. Um, and uh, it always seemed to be, despite the theory that the reason for, for, for harvesting information on, on social media platforms is that they can make the advertising more relevant and more engaging to the people that they, they send it to. But despite that, I seem to get uh, an enormous amount of ads for cryptocurrencies, for share trading platforms, for face app swaps or something. And uh, I, I can't say that that is particularly close to my profile of needs. I'm unlikely to be putting my hands into my pockets to, to get any amount of bitcoins uh, out. Um, I'm unlikely to, well, maybe I should be changing my face. Um, and I don't have any, I don't have a stock, uh, a share trade portfolio to trade. So um, all in all, just sample of one, it just seems like a, a really annoying and frustrating a process and in fact it's there are stats all around to show that this idea that the advertising becomes engaging is 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 phony um bob hoffman the uh, ad contrarian who i've quoted a number of times he he points out that in a recent uh, uh document that apple a form that apple sent out to all their iphone and ipad uh, clients uh, offering the option of either tracking or not tracking or tracking or being tracked or not being tracked, and they um, only four percent said yes. We we quite like to get the ads, and we quite like you to harvest the information about us. So ninety six percent said take those things away from me. And apparently, it requires um, ten thousand uh, viewings of an of a digital display ad to get one click from the audiences. So all in all, it does seem to me a fairly at this stage pointless exercise, fraught with uh, claims of a fraud and all sorts of things. And uh, I'd be very happy not to receive the ads until such time as they are good enough for me to want to watch them. And that really is the secret of the whole thing, is what is the solution to getting people um, no longer switching off during the, the advertising breaks or, or writing grumpy letters to the media about intrusion? Well, the answer is to make the ads sufficiently appealing. And if, yep. if they are... Uh, of the kind of caliber where they're almost no longer seen as advertising, but seen as entertainment, a point I've made uh, a number of times before, that will be the solution to this thing that does at the moment, I'm afraid, drive me to drink. Yeah, uh, I get it. I really do. Um, there's a, a Hyundai seven-year warranty ad that you want to talk about as well. Yeah, it's not in the context of heroes and zeros, although it, it it really must have come close to being uh, a hero in my perception. I think I'm pleased to see that Hyundai are, are, are on 
uh, television again with a uh, uh, seven-year warranty ad, the one with the amusing um, love threesome in the in the drive-in, which I still think is one of the funniest and the most entertaining piece of advertising I've seen for a long time. And they've come up with a second one now, um, which uh, started flighting quite recently. And it's about you know, nothing in, in life comes with a seven-year warranty. And in this case, including vasectomies. I won't go into too much detail, but... Uh, <laughs> It does feature a slightly older than normal uh, set of parents who obviously have relied excessively on on the vasectomy to uh, maintain their, unlike China, maintain their, their family size. And it's 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 again it's it's well cast, it's well performed, and it's a nice idea. Such a pity that it had to be trying to follow such a great one from the drive-in. It's a bit like I remember when when Ogilvy uh, and VW Audi launched the Touareg many years ago, the off-road vehicle. They did a wonderful piece of advertising featuring music by Arno Carstens and a really clever strategy and brilliant creative. And from that moment on, um, they found it impossible to to improve on that and kept reverting back to it and flighting it. And I think what, what Hyundai are finding is that um, it was not just a question of launching a new version of the campaign, but to put it out in tandem with the old one, which is still, I think, a great ad. The curse of success, I suppose, Andy. You get a great campaign, everybody relates to it, everybody talks to it. How the hell do you get it even any better? And that is the big challenge. Yeah, the uh, in the music industry, what do they call it? The uh, the dreaded second album, uh, because you set the benchmark and the standards, and you're only doing the second album, presumably <laughs> because the first one was success. And uh, yeah, that's the challenge. Yeah, the second book. Um, and then, Andy, your hero, please, if you would. Okay, well, there's a, much talk around the water coolers of South Africa about the new Chicken Licking uh, TV campaign, or TV ad in the campaign. And it's almost impossible to describe in such a way that if you haven't seen it, you'll get the gist of it. But it's, it, it is a, um, a spoof on the 1980s uh, adventure series on television called, called a Night Rider Um I'm, I'm sure perhaps school you remember that, um, Bruce. And um, it's it, it, the narrative is quite hard to follow, I must be honest, initially. Or maybe that's because I'm not in the target market. But um, it's actually uh, my hero this week, along with a similar ad from Hippo um, Insurers, or comparison site for insurers. And... Um, they both have the same strengths and weaknesses, in my view. They are both confident, courageous examples of, uh, of brand-building advertising rather than sales promotion, short-term advertising, long-term thinking, long-term investment, big budget, um, and plenty to look at. And they're really nice ads in that regard. The trouble is that I find them both quite, quite from a narrative point of view, quite complex and less, less than obvious from one or two viewings. But I think that's... That's more than compensated for by the by the courage. And that's that's the word that I really think is the most important one here: the courage of both the client and the advertising agency. In the case of Chicken Licken, um, and and um, Joe Public's an advertising agency. In the case of Hippo, uh, I think that uh, Fox P Two is their agency. But they they're both really good, dramatic, not often seen these days, big budget extravaganza ads, and they they both really deserve the hero. But I'll just 
edge it to chicken licking on the basis that there appears to be more chatter around about that one than the hippo. When you play music like this, I mean, and it's iconic music, um, and you make this a feature of the advert, does it not distract from the brand, your own brand? Because this stuff, for anybody who's growing up in the 1980s, is just, at the moment, it's, it's, it's a car that was much cooler back then than it is now, frankly. Um, and it was technology that was so futuristic and wonderful, and it's so clunky and old now. Well, I suppose that, that uh, doesn't just apply to the music, Bruce. I think that uh, the whole parody of Knight Rider, I mean, nice little touches like our hero in the ad is, is although he's, he's filling the, the um, Michael Knight uh, role from Knight Rider, um, he is, uh, he, his name is Michael Nyati. So it's sort of a kind of um, <laughs> local get quite close to, to the, and, and it's throughout, it's just parody. So I think that mm. the music itself um, uh, needs to be in the, in the same genre as the whole parody. Otherwise, you're, you're only extracting bits, but you have to have the confidence to say, I can make a 1980s um, uh, TV drama cool um, if I do it in the following way. And of course, it does include David um, Hasselhoff in there. So um, it's, uh, he, and he's always kind of uh, inversely cool in all the stuff that he does. I, I, I think he deserves a hero simply for being David Hasselhoff because he's really <laughs> astonishing in his ability to parody himself and to take the mickey out of himself. Um, he's grown, in my estimation, considerably um, beyond his acting days um, in his ability uh, to, to make a fool of himself. It's fabulous. Um, then your zero, please, Andy. Let's play, Before we get to the zero, let's play the ad first because I would like to see whether or not everybody else reacts to this advert in more ways than perhaps you do. This is the future. This is the time to do more. Give more. Help more. Be more. A future where more compassion and more empathy will make us more human. A future where more technologies and more digital platforms will help bring more people to safety and prosperity. Welcome to the future. Here, we will be more for you. Access more than banking. How many more could they have put in there, Andy? There were 12. Um, yes, I counted them. There were 12. Yeah. And of course, you had a, a welcome to tomorrow. I mean, what what I'm looking at is is um, uh, cliches in advertising, and as everybody knows, you must avoid cliches like the plague. Absolutely. And uh, it's just a lazy outcome. You're using this word more more than what um, you know, more than what we did before, which we have no idea what that was. And it, you know, it's not just more. And this happens to be the, the if you like, the worst example. But there's uh, all of these tomorrow's technology today or what you get out depends on what you put in. Now, these are all very lazy. I went in, in my earlier career when I was trying to become a copywriter, I, uh, I, I tried my hand at a couple of easy ads and I, I took one idea along to our executive creative director and I said, hey, I've got a great ad for this particular product. I can't remember what it was now, but my line was, it makes rands and cents, with the sense being spelled S-E-N-S-E. -S -E. 
And I thought, this is witty, this is clever. It'll get people talking. And uh, I hardly got over the threshold of the director's office before I was flung out of my ear for daring to, to be serious about such cliched and hackneyed copywriting. And I think it is just a lazy response to a brief. It's on brief, if you like, but it's never going to be um, distinctive or differentiated or, or motivating, to be honest. And uh, I just think that Access Bank has to take the, uh, the, 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 the medal on behalf of an entire uh, genre of lazy copywriting. But theirs is really quite, a, quite an example of, I think, a complete waste of money. Andy Rice, not pulling any more punches, that's for sure. Andy, thank you very much indeed. More with him next week uh, when we get more from the world of advertising. Andy Rice with Heroes and Zeros here on The Money Show.